All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Before we begin this week's episode, please make sure to support the kid at www.patreon.com forward slash the PSG podcast. Also, I will be hosting an event on December 1st for World's AIDS Day, to increase awareness, improve education, and support and protect people living with HIV. This is a part of the PHG LinkUp. Virtual events create to support the professional and the homegirl within you. To register for this event, please visit the link in the show notes below. This week's episode was super fun to do, and I really hope y'all enjoy it. So please let me know what you think. Make sure to follow me at the phgpodcast.com. And like always, until next time, later. You are now listening to The Professional professional homegirls and niggas it's your girl ebony from the phg podcast the only place where you will hear interviews from women anonymously on stories that will enlighten and expand on taboo topics now if you hear someone that sounds familiar mind the bits that pays you child if you like the phg podcast please rate review and subscribe on apple Podcasts. please five star reviews only hold me down don't hold me up you can connect with me on Instagram at the Professional Homegirl, at the PXG Podcast, and last but not least at Epine Beauty. 
If you are all caught up with episodes, listen to bonus episodes by supporting the PhD Podcast Patreon account. To support, please visit www.patreon.com forward slash the PhD Podcast. Now, please keep in mind that all of my guests are anonymous, so let's begin this week's episode. I am super excited to have my guest share her expertise on this week's episode. She reached out to me and her name alone caught my attention. She is known as Head Dusa Divine, the Master Oralist, and she has written several ebooks on giving amazing blowjobs and becoming a webcam performer. So to my guest, how are you feeling? I am amazing. I'm thriving. And you, Ebony? Listen, I can't complain, child. Cute and highly favored. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so being known as Hedusa, the master oralist, what do you specialize in? So in general, as Hedusa Divine, I am a jack of all trades when it comes to like manifesting consistent financial abundance through creating multiple streams of income like self-employment entrepreneurship through the use of creative and sexual energy, which are both two sides of the same coin. Now, specifically, I identify as a master oralist and a dick sucking expert. Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty much amused as a source of inspiration. And I teach about self-empowerment and becoming your own version of a master oralist through my eclectic products and services, different blueprints and techniques that I've created and mastered as well as exclusive experiences that I've created by practicing this art form mm. and how long have you been doing this I have been doing this consistently for about eight years oh wow so this is your thing but as far as like Hedusa but as far as Hedusa being um publicized I've been doing it a little over for a year mm-hmm. it's coming up it's it's coming up yeah a little over a year Mm-hmm. Now, how did you come up with the name Hedusa? <laughs> honestly, it just like it was kind of like a brainchild. Honestly, like um, <laughs> no pun I intended. Kinda, <laughs> right, right. I identify as like a head monster of sorts, just because of the assertive way that I suck dick and that I practice the art form. So you know, uh, Medusa is what you know what I'm saying. The myth and all that stuff. She was kind of like a monster. Um, of sorts after she was quote unquote cursed so I don't know it just it just it just felt right and it just sounded right and I looked it up and no one had that name so I was like okay that's cool that's cool and um, I really um, practice like working with creative and sexual energies and just fusing those together so that's where the divine part came into play as well so Hedusa actually it has three different it's three different entendres or three different meanings so it's like Hedusa like head monster it's head user like I use your head to suck dick obviously (laughs) and then it's head USA um just because I feel like that I'm one of the best master oralists um that actually have created like my own blueprint my own system for setting a standard within dick sucking and raising the standard within dick sucking so i see her videos y'all and i'm not gonna lie like i was impressed like (laughs) (laughs) and you know what's so funny i'm also i think i was also surprised about how big of a community and i know this may sound crazy how big of a community of a dick sucking community there is because there's other women 
that does there are. yes it does some of the things that you're doing specifically that yeah specifically that and that's how I really honed in a lot of my skills as well is just you know looking at them and realizing oh all they do is you know publicize about dick sucking they don't even do like other types of sex or anything like that so I was like okay cool and I just I've always had like a natural inclination um to dick sucking Mm -hmm. like it's kind of like a it's kind of like a um just an innate talent that I have Mm -hmm. you know but I had to I had to systemize it and make it digestible in a way that I can present it to the world. Why do you? That's that's what I felt my need was. Why do you think some women don't like sucking dick? Because a lot of women don't there like it. There are multiple reasons. Mm-hmm. I know, and and and, <laughs> and guys don't even require it anymore. It's just like I don't even understand that. But I think that a lot of it has to do with the mental and the physical being combined, like. We have to realize that a lot of a lot of things that manifest physically start first of all in the spiritual realm and then in the mental realm and then they manifest physically. So when you have a roadblock mentally and you're like, oh, I can't do this. I'm going to throw up. He's going to think I'm horrible. All these different negative things that pile up, it inhibits us being able to manifest it physically and actually do it. So in... um one of my the first uh, book that I wrote, which is the official blowjob handbook, I speak about the different aspects of the mind, the body and the spirit in relation to dick sucking, you know, and it's it really all starts with the mind. Like mm-hmm. you have to believe in yourself that you can do this and that, yes, your dick sucking skills might be different than, you know, the other people, you know, he might have. However, it's still you, him and his dick at that point in time. So you have to take the you have to take the lead. You have to take the helm and really just, you know, hone it and master it. Now, a lot of chicks also they don't know what moves to use. Mm-hmm. They don't know. They have no idea because it's like what I realize is that a lot of people are doing it, but like as far as like okay, this is this specific move. This is this specific technique. This is this specific skill. I feel like that's really lacking and a lot of people just have videos to go based off of and they it's like it's kind of like I created a book of like vocabulary terms so that you can you can put it into words and then physically do it. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like it's more digestible and it's more from an educational point of view instead of an entertainment point of Mm -hmm. view, which is what I wanted to focus on. So I feel like it's the lack of self-confidence, which I teach about in becoming your own version of your own master oralist. And it's also the lack of skill set, the lack of variety, the lack of experience, which as, as far as you hone in on and um, work on your mental, then you'll be able to physically manifest more moves, more confidence in your skill set. Listen, honey, at the PhD podcast, you're gonna learn a couple of things or two, okay? <laughs> you're gonna right. have a little bit and suck some dick, okay? Right. <laughs> you know and make some money. Okay, okay? listen, Don't make that. some coins <laughs> and get paid. How can I forget right. that, sweetie? Shit. Right. You know, I also feel like some men don't help with the situation either because like me personally, I prefer my man not to have no nigga naps and that he have a proper healthy diet 
And I think that a lot of men thinking that, bro. Screaming. Okay. No, but you I, that like went over my head and then I thought about it and I was like, okay. No, because you know niggas be having them nappy ass naps down Ooh, there. And you be like, uh, you be picking it out your mouth like bruh, for real? Like and see, I am right, very but... particular about what goes in my mouth. So Okay, I got you. So you type A. Oh yes, I, I'm what? Okay, you're like a I, girl. I only suck dick when I'm in love, and I ain't been in love a lot. So okay, <laughs> I feel it. I gotta really like you to suck some dick. I feel it's a really, it's a really that. Um, did you watch like the? I think what was it like the second or the third season of Insecure? Yes, yes. It, was it but the what, second? What and they. And they were like one of the episodes. They were at like some uh, the sex explosion that Tiffany put together, and like they were walking around, and like Issa was talking about. She was like, "I really have to f with you to suck your dick," and she's That's like, right. "And then I think I think Molly was like, but she'll let somebody have sex with you,' and they're like, "Yeah." She's like, "Yeah." So I feel like sucking dick is it is an intimate experience. Like I feel like it's more. I think it's I think it's more vulnerable than having like vaginal sex, honestly, mm-hmm. because it's like you're literally letting like you're somebody, in my mouth, like, put their, yeah, <laughs> right, in your mouth. You know, obviously you can't like have children after if they nut in you or whatever, but it's just like it's still just the energy exchange of it. I feel like I don't want to say it's more important or it's more impactful. But I would say it's just as I feel the same way. But, I, yeah, I do so. I'm telling you, I feel the same way. And my friends make fun of me because they're like, "Oh, you don't suck dick." And it's not that I don't suck dick, but I just think sucking dick is a little bit more intimate than me having sex with somebody. You sound just like Issa in that episode. Do you? Remember yes, that that's why I felt that episode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I related to it because I feel the same way. Like for me to suck your dick, like you're my man. Like <laughs> we gonna get married. Right. right. <laughs> Right, and that's why I am a webcam artist and performer. Like, I'm not, yes, I'm a content creator with my partner, but as far as, like, me engaging with multiple people and just, like, doing it, you know, physically with multiple people, that's not my lane. I have pretty much um, diversified myself and and just doing it with one person and then doing and showing off the art form via webcam digitally virtually with people which honestly it's I want to say it's better than actually doing it physically Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying because not only do I not have to touch the people it's more of like a carrot being dangled in their face you know how guys are all obsessed you know the ps5 is like blowing up right now you know what I'm saying they're all obsessed with video games they're all obsessed with virtual reality because that's what they've been conditioned to do Mm, that's a good correlation yeah I see where you're going with that yeah yeah yes how I've pretty much merged the two is that like yes I'll I'll do virtual sessions with you via my different campsites or skype or what have you um but it also remains a fantasy. It also remains a desire being fulfilled. So it also keeps them coming back. You know, when guys like they're all about some pussy and they're just like, oh, I can't wait to smash. I can't wait to smash. I can't wait to smash. And then they smash and they're like, oh, I'm done. Like, I don't even know why I had that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm feeling? Mm-hmm. They have? So it's just like, I don't have to not only worry about their toxic energy or whatever energy they have. I don't have to. Like I, it it keeps my customer 
fan base coming back and it keeps them very enticed. Engaged, definitely, for sure. Definitely. Why do you think some women have problems with making a nigga come from head? It goes back to the skill set. I mean, it goes back to the mind and the skill set. Like, um, just having the variety of the dick sucking techniques because it's like if you do the same move over and over again it's become the dick becomes numb and he can't really feel it like it's kind of a combination between him actually visually looking at you and the feeling sensation of the mm-hmm. dick so the, a lot of people focus on like oh she can deep throat she's a throat goat she could do this she could do that but honestly you deep throat to stimulate the heads because that's where all of the sensation is that if it's if they are circumcised right underneath that you know the mushroom tip i call it that um and if they're if they're uncircumcised then a lot of it is um as a lot of it's still very sensitive because the sensations are still Mm -hmm. there um but it's more so focusing on that head part instead of just the shaft and deep throating it because that looks cool but do that like three four or five times and you know that it, it, you're not going to be able to make him come from that but a lot of it also is the variety so like I have different techniques that I've come up with like um while you're sucking dick but also to finish him so i have like the tech dick sucking techniques and the finishing moves so like some of my dick sucking techniques are like the straw mm-hmm. suck that's my next um, question too what's and, your go-to moves yeah 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 so i pretty much like like i said i've created a blueprint not only with dick sucking but also with webcam but specifically with dick sucking i focus on the different nuances that we know are there but we don't know what to call them or how to pinpoint them so i i talk about like obviously the hand mouth coordination if you use your hand the mm-hmm. wetness um the depth of it the sound you know like are you using sound <laughs> or are you just like a mummy just bobbing up and you know what i'm saying yeah the position um what else the temperature there there are different nuances that I that I cover in my different books and just the combination and the alchemy the alchemization of I don't even know if that's a word word today the alchemization or the combination (laughs) of everything together creates an experience it's about an experience Mm -hmm. right and also one other thing that before I talk about the different techniques I want to talk about is the frequency of women doing it like women think oh it's your birthday oh it's our anniversary oh it's Christmas and they think that's enough you know but it's like if it's a person that's like my partner who like (laughs) (laughs) wants it every freaking second of every day then it's like you doing it just on different holidays isn't really hitting it it's not really making the mark so you think that you should be giving him that every day not necessarily every day, but frequently, because if I have like on my campsites, I have guys come all the time and they're like, oh, my girlfriend left me with blue balls. She was tired tonight. And if you do that, that's when they come to the campsites, which, hey, I'm not mm-hmm. complaining, but it's just, you know, um, I know a lot of women are like, I don't want my dude messing with other people doing this, doing that. But it's like, are you fulfilling mm-hmm. the need? Are you fulfilling the needs that he needs? You know, and it's vice versa. I mean, is he fulfilling your needs too? So, um, 
but yeah, that's that that's something that I wanted to talk about was the frequency. But as far as like the techniques, um, I have something called the straw suck, and it's kind of like um, you go down on it and you like blow out and then you suck in. So you're making this sound like, and then you <laughs> suck in like that, like a straw. You know what I'm saying? And you go down and you blow out. So it's like a cooling mm-hmm. sensation. And then you, when you come up, you suck in and it's like a warm sensation. So that not only co- combines the, the moistness or like the wetness of it, also the depth. You don't have to go super deep. A lot of chicks are scared to deep. They're, I'm going to throw up. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to stop breathing. <laughs> like <laughs> he's going to have to perform CPR or something like that, you know? Um, but you get to control the depth, the wetness, um the eye contact is important as well like dudes love when you look in their eye but a lot of chicks they're like scared or nervous or whatever it's just you have to be comfortable like you just have to be comfortable with it but as far as like finishing moves I know a lot of chicks can get it going but they have they have to like actually have sex or the dude has to like jerk off to like finish or whatever but I have different finishing moves that um I specifically talk about in my volume two of my blowjob handbook um just the names of them it's like slurp till it burps <laughs> got milk um and then the tip explosion because I feel like I have publicized and mastered tip care which I feel like it goes it goes mm-hmm. unnoticed because you know the tip like I said the tip has the most sensation to it so um I just wanted to publicize different things with the tip as well and making sure Yes, if you're doing different depths on the shaft, you still are massaging and stimulating the tip at the same time. Now, for those that are not familiar with the terminology, what's the difference between deep throat and sloppy head? So deep throat is actually like the depth on the dick, like how far you can go down. And some chicks, like even if they do or don't have a gag reflex, the the dick can actually slide down their throat. So it's deep in their throat. And sloppy head is just the amount of spit. It doesn't necessarily have to be deep throat. It's just, is it sloppy? Is it spitty? Is it wet? Is is it going through five, six, seven towels? Is the spit everywhere all over his stomach? Is it Mm -hmm. all over? You know, that's sloppy head to me. But some guys don't like sloppy head. They don't like, or they like different versions. They like different levels of a sloppy head. Some guys don't Mm -hmm. like spit everywhere. They're like, no, stop. But other guys are like, I need more. Like, there's buckets of spit on their lap, but they're like, I need more spit. And I'm like, what? I'm dehydrated. I need a drink. Um, (laughs) Let me get an IV pack right quick. But anyways, um, so that's the difference. Like, deep throat is more of the depth on the dick, and sloppy is just the amount of spit, the amount of Now, how can you avoid gagging from deep throating? How mm-hmm. can you avoid gagging? It's really like working a muscle. Like, you know how you go to the gym and if if you have a gag reflex, because some chicks don't have gag reflexes and they just go down and they're like, see? And I'm like, girl, you don't have a gag reflex. But a lot of people, I have mm-hmm. a gag reflex. With me, what I had to do was I had to just work at it like it was a muscle. Like, you know how you go to the gym and you do bicep curls <laughs> and you work out different parts, different muscle groups? You just have to do that until it builds up stamina or an amount of stamina where you can get through it without throwing up and like sucking dick on a full stomach I don't recommend that because you can you know you can like throw up 
you know what I'm saying? Or you you probably throw up, especially if you go out and you hit that and you're like, Ugh. and that some guys are like, oh, that's, oh, that's, that's just some, nasty. Sometimes Oof. that's a fetish for guys. If, for a type A person, nah. That, for me, for you, nah. That's not my style. But um, I don't recommend sucking dick on a full stomach. Um, making sure you drink a lot of water as well. Um, but sometimes the gagging, the uh, that sound, that creates more spit to make it sloppier. But you want to make sure it's spit and ooh, not ooh. vomit. Yeah. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the last time I thought to dick. <laughs> what? All right. It'd be like always traumatized. Like what? <laughs> you even do what? <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> You always have that one story, like, yeah, I was this one time, like 30 years ago, this one time, that's how I do it. Right. And all it listen, all it takes is one time for me, child. <laughs> all one time. Now, where did this one inspiration time. come from? How did you become Head Dusa Divine? Got you. So, the Head the Dusa Divine persona came from engaging with my long term partner. So, um, before I started like doing this publicly as a webcam performer or as a content creator, I just main so did it. I I mainly just did it um, for fun. Like it was fun to me. I'm I'm a mm-hmm. I'm a creative. I'm an artist as well. So um, just being able to do this type of art form and like know that this is my partner's favorite fetish this is his favorite thing to do his favorite thing to receive um sexually so just knowing that I'm fulfilling Mm -hmm. his needs it motivated me even more to just keep on going and keep on becoming more of an expert in the field and then when I actually like um publicized Hadusha Hadusa or put her out into you know um the public, the community, then I also receive like positive accolades from that as well. So it just all around, it just motivates me. But the inception of me creating Hedusa mm-hmm. was with my partner. He's the one who motivated me to um, put it out to the public because he's like, you have just an innate talent, an innate ability, an innate skill set that I haven't really seen before and people need to know Now, about. I know you receive a little bit of backlash about your boyfriend encouraging you to do this, but what were your thoughts when he first brought it up mm-hmm. to you? Because I think that when you do anything, you need to get the support of your partner. Right, right. It's, it's kind of different because it's like a lot of chicks um, that I see within the sex industry, it's like they have their boyfriend like nagging right. at them, like, "Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Why, why?" But it's like with me, he's the one who encouraged me because it's like I, I just it's like I was doing mm-hmm. it anyways. So it's like, why not make some money off of it, and why not make some money off of it in a way where I don't have to physically engage mm-hmm. with other people. You know, selling a video of me sucking his dick, I'm not touching anybody else. Other people are getting off to that. Or me being a webcam artist and performer, I'm not touching them physically. I'm just a fantasy. I'm just fulfilling their desires. So really just going within that realm. And like, I'm not, I'm not sure if you're into astrology mm-hmm. and whatnot, but um, my Venus is in Scorpio. So like where people are like uncomfortable, you know, going into, I thrive in that you know Scorpio is like that deep Mm -hmm. dark water 
you know so like those type of areas I thrive in and it's just like a thrill like it's kind of like there are certain things that I would get into and I would get burnt out on and I couldn't really sustain but with this I haven't gotten burnt out on it because I'm literally just maximizing and up leveling my experience each and every time I engage with either sucking dick or did you always enjoy getting hit Mm-hmm. Did before I always? Him, maybe? Did you always enjoy? You know what? Like before him, I didn't mm. even suck dick. My partner before him, I didn't even suck dick. He ate me, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't suck him. And it's all. It had always been like before this. My current partner, um, I didn't suck dick. I just didn't. I don't. It's not like I didn't want to. You know what I'm saying? I just mm. didn't. But with him, it's like when we first engaged sexually, that's what we started with. And he was just like, you have a knack for this. Like like I said, it's an innate talent. It's kind of undescribable. You know how people um, are just naturally good at like playing the piano versus someone who has to go to Juilliard and practice and do all. You know what I'm saying? It's like that kind of difference. Like I was the person that just had that innate skill set to do that and he brought it out of me I would say more so it was kind of dormant and then when once I started doing with doing it with him it just blossomed into this lotus flower so when did you realize you were good at it when when I just did it over and 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 over again and every time I got better and better and better because with him, he probably don't even, like he probably don't we even want apart, to know ass from you because the way you be sucking dick on, on your videos, I'd be like, girl, <laughs> <laughs> he probably be like, nah, I don't want no ass. Like, <laughs> I'm telling y'all, her videos are top of the line. <laughs> Thank you, I really appreciate that. That means a lot. That does because it's it's always like. For me, it's kind of nerve-wracking, like, putting mm-hmm. myself out there like that. But then when I get, like, feed, like positive feedback, it just makes it even more better. Like, yes, I made the right decision. Um, but what no, was the so like, how did you know, like, that you was good at it? Like, mm-hmm. oh, got you. Got you, got you. So I would, you know how you, like, sext your partner and whatnot, and you just send different videos and whatnot. Like, I just honed in my different skill sets in the practice part of me not actually physically sucking his dick so like I would suck like cucumbers and dildos and that just made it even kinkier but also I would send him like different videos and like you know a lot of people are nymphos but I would say that I just man I sent a lot of videos like we made hundreds and like I want to like hundreds I want to say there are thousands of videos so it's just like the repetition of me doing it me also looking at other people that I consider as master oralists um some people like uh Miss Natural um Dominican Lips um there's a few other oh Miss Tongue Action there's a few other people those are just a few people that I named but also looking at them and you know, seeing their skill set and seeing their passion behind it. Like, I'm a very passionate mm-hmm. type of person. So if there's passion involved in it and I'm naturally good at it, that combination works really well for me. And I'm able to sustain that type of work 
or entrepreneurship or business or what have you, you know, but with him, it was just the practice practice makes perfect. And like, he kind of would grade me. He was like, oh, he that would. Was about it. Yeah. B plus. <laughs> that was about an A minus. And I'm like, what? Like, I'm the type of person I've always been straight A, mm. top of my class, cum laude, like all that stuff. So if he's telling me, oh, that was about it, I'm like, okay, well, let me, you know, do it better and better. So just the amount of experience that I have with it has increased my opportunity to become better and better and better and better at it to the point where I identify as a master oralist, a dick sucking expert, a sloppy sloppy okay. connoisseur. Now you do wear a mask that helps with hiding your um your identity. So what made you incorporate the mask into your persona? Just that it mm-hmm. it hides my persona <laughs> or just hides my identity. Um but a lot of people ask me on cam because I wear a mask on cam, and they're like, why do you wear a mask? And I always have three responses. Um, the first reason is because I can. Mm. I choose to do so um, just because I can. And the second reason is because I feel like I have a unique skill set. I would say top 1%, you know, of having just a master in this field in this area and a lot of guys want their dick sucked a lot of guys fantasize about getting their dick sucked so it's like it just helps protect and creates boundaries where it just remains in that fantasy desire virtual type of realm so with that that's the second reason and the third reason is because um it just it like like i said it's kind of with the second reason but it just is more kinky it's more mysterious it's more thrilling like I can make you come super super hard and you mm-hmm. don't really know what I look like but the main mm-hmm. reason is because the boundaries it's because the boundaries because I offer something that they don't really see on a daily basis and they haven't experienced you know because when I perform on cam a lot of guys like they can't even get past the dick sucking or I'll do a Skype show and they'll pay for like a 10 minute session and they'll come in two minutes just be just from the head alone not showing anything else so it's like I can't just have that all out and open in the field I have people showing up at my doorstep (laughs) is she here you know I don't want that I want to be kind of just yeah I just want to be in the lane that I've created for myself also I noticed that you don't call yourself a webcam model you call yourself a webcam performer why is that right so as far as my approach to webcamming I just thought and what I saw what I observed was that people um on cam they were like you can make ten thousand dollars a month and I'm like okay okay so then I go to the different cam sites and I see people just sitting there they bad mm-hmm. as hell ebony like you know beat face beat <laughs> wig slayed lingerie in place heels a whole toy collection, all that stuff. And I was like, well, why are they not making money? Okay, so then when I went into it myself, I realized that they were lacking the parts coming, the sexual energy coming from within and expressing that mm-hmm. out, that outwardly. You know what I'm saying? Like, what I realized was that a lot of people were more focused on the model aspect instead of the performing or the artist aspect. So I classify myself as an artist because I've created my own unique routines using different parts of my body 
that I've perfected over the span of my webcam journey. So I focus on things that are innately inside of me, like that dick sucking, the tone of my voice, the words that I say, my body language, the position that people see me in. I would call Mm. myself seductress. I like to seduce people into, you know, doing things. I'm really great at doing that. So it's very natural for me as to identify as an artist, because I feel like as an artist, you bring what's within Mm -hmm. and express that outward, right, for the public. Now, as far as a performer goes, a webcam performer goes, I've created a -a one-of-a-kind virtual experience by creating different blueprints, systems, routines that I perform live on cam to satisfy each and every customer, their desires, their needs, and fulfill them, leaving them with a happy ending. Now, as far as the model goes, like I said, it's more 80% outside of you 20% inside of you versus the artist and performer route is 80% inside of you 20% mm-hmm. outside of you now when did you decide to transition into webcam and was it always first your main goal your main focus was the dick sucking and the ebook and all the other stuff that correlates with that or was everything always compiling to one got you so as far as me launching into webcamming I made sure Hedusa Divine Mm -hmm. that persona was set first and then once that was set I had my boundaries set I you know established what I was going to do what I wasn't going to do on cam I had that all set my specialization set then I got on webcam and that was it was very shortly after I would say it was about a month after because as a content creator you're not just going to post some videos and make thousands and thousands of dollars. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you have to, it's more of a long-term type of thing. It's a long end game. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like a buildup. And that's what a lot of people don't understand about OnlyFans. It's like, there are some songs about OnlyFans. Beyonce talked about it. Um, City Girls talked about it. Other people talked about it, but it's like, OnlyFans is more of an indie site and it's like if you already have fans that support you in your content it's great for you it's a hustle you have to build if you don't have that and you're starting from square one you have to build it up it's not like you're just going to go on there and get a whole bunch of fans like you have to direct Mm -hmm. your fans to the site you feel me so on webcam a lot of people were just already there on the campsite people already are on the campsite so mixed with my persona what I do you know the different approach that I have it was just a really synergistic and really a correct and really uh just perfect type of opportunity to create a revenue business but I feel like for what you do and what you offer and you know just the model that you built I can only imagine this is that this has been pretty lucrative Mm -hmm. for you yeah it has it has been and I actually do Skype shows outside of that so I can I can Mm -hmm. charge whatever I want for the Skype shows and it's like if you can't pay it I buy like on to the (laughs) on to the next one you know because like I said I just feel like I have a unique type of skill set like I I, Ebony I wish you could see me like on cam and the different reactions oh I would love to see that chat they're just like what the fuck (laughs) They're like, who is this? They're like, who are you? That's crazy. I literally was talking about Skype and somebody called me for Skype. But anyways, um, just being able to just being able to get that wow factor out of people. 
like I was just doing it and I was like okay cool like you know this is my experience these are the different techniques that I have and um I was like okay cool now I can do that on cam but it's like I realized that I kind of stuck out like a sore thumb in a good way where people you know they know when they come into my room they know I suck dick my name's Hadusa they know I give head so that's kind of just like okay I understand that now how well do you do it okay well take me private this is you know or tip me in, in free chat and I can give you a tease so it's like I require that people always tip me or they always take me private like I don't do things for free because it's like what's the that defeats the purpose of you performing on cam if you're just like okay let me just do it and then it's like they get a free nut and you're you don't have any money you're mm-hmm. not getting paid have you seen a high request for your services since the pandemic it's kind of it's kind of a, a yes and no to that because with the pandemic um people have lost their jobs you mm-hmm. know they've lost their jobs so like or they've gotten furloughed which is like a temporary you know um, a temporary like you know vacation, I get layoff yeah mm-hmm. um or you know they <laughs> have to tell, work from home I can tell you ain't been employed in a minute talk about some vacation yeah. <laughs> girl ain't no vacation will be in for a long <laughs> I said self-employed I said entrepreneur man over here you know kind of messed up terms like this girl um but <laughs> oh girl, that was a good one. <laughs> vacation. What? I mean, some people see it as a vacation. No, you some know what? About how you see it, so you definitely read about that. But that vacation is like, shoot, am I getting paid for this vacation, or am I just laid off? You know. But um, what was I saying? So, as far as that's concerned, eh, but if they were making money and they had money saved up. Yes, but then also we got to realize that people are working from home and if they have a partner that they don't even really like anyways and like when the world was quote unquote normal, you know, it's high and by, you know, they would see them for a few hours and they would just go their separate ways, but now they're just stuck in the same spot. The person's all up under them. They got to sneak. Like I've had people sneak to the bathroom, sneak to their car, go on like a gas, a, a gas station run, sneak in the closet you know be next to their partner while they sleep and I'm like you are risky but um yes and no because it's like now people have more time to be on cam but it's like based on their environment and their monetary status and how much expendable income they have to spend now mm, it depends I mean I'm gonna get money out of somebody whether they got um, a small amount of money or a big amount of money that's just me Mm-hmm. so to be a successful webcam performer like yourself what are your top three tips got you yes <laughs> so as far as the tips go I would say that just keep in mind that webcaming is a journey it's not a get quick or get rich quick scheme like a lot of sites that you go to people are like oh you can make you know two thousand dollars a week and five thousand dollars a week and you can definitely do that but you have to realize that it's a journey it's an experience that you create for yourself when you first start camming it might be slow it might take a take multiple days for you to build up a consistent amount of traction but keep in mind that it's a journey it's not a race you have to see it through and that leads into my second tip is that 
consistency is key. You have to be consistent. You can't be, you know, and consistent can be like, you can be part-time or full-time. If you're part-time, you came on these days and make sure you actually show up. Cause you know, it's like, I'm kind of spoiled. Cause I'm like, sometimes like, Oh, I don't feel like camming, but it's like, literally I cam from my spot. I don't even, cause some people go to like camming studios where it's like the mm. studio is like an environment where they provide the different software, hardware for you. They provide the camming room for you. And so it's like, you're going to a job, you know? Um, but with me, I came at home. So like, I don't even have, I literally just got to set up my room and just press broadcast now. So, you know, it's, it's, it's just, I, this is important for myself as well. Just remaining consistent and being consistent and also relying on your why, why are you doing this? It doesn't have to be like your end all be all the, what you do for the rest of your life, but why are you doing it right now? And how will that sustain you? to keep on doing it on days when you're just like, Oh, I don't feel like doing this. Like that automatic response, like, okay, this is my why. Okay. Now I can do it. And then, um, also creating your own persona, one that is natural, one that is sustain sustainable by yourself. So I see that there are a lot of fair weather webcam performers because they just come up with a name that sounds good and that doesn't really have any meaning, that doesn't really have any significance to them. Or I would say not as deep of a meaning or as deep of a significance as it needs to have. Like what as a name with, you know, Hedusa Divine, that that's my persona. Those are my specialties. Like that's what I specialize in. But it's like if you have a name like, you know, Maxine Bubbles it's like what does that mean what do you do mm-hmm. how are you going to sustain yourself you know and specialize in different things when you don't feel like webcamming when you don't feel like performing when you don't feel like logging on like it has to be something that is deep enough that will motivate you and propel you forward to reach the goals that you set for yourself so the persona is very 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 important and I feel like it's overlooked a lot of times. I also noticed that you talked a lot about spiritual approach to webcamming and creative energy. Elaborate elaborate on that, please. Got you. So I see it that creative energy and sexual energy are two sides of the same coin. So just like you have, you know, creative energy physically being manifested, that sexual energy is kind of that underlying subconscious, unconscious energy that motivates and propels that creative energy but what you know in mainstream society we've been taught to either exploit sexual energy or suppress sexual energy but it's like sexual energy is just that energy that we have anyways whether we whether we suppress it or exploit it or whatnot but it's like you can turn that into that creative energy. So like with me, I've created a concept called dick sucking covers. You know how people, um, you know, do like song covers, singing covers Mm -hmm. or dance covers to different songs. So I've actually created dick sucking covers where I suck like cucumbers and dildos to different songs. And I'm just freestyling, just doing different moves and stuff. So that I would say that's a really good example of the combination of creative energy and the combination of sexual energy. I'm also, like I said, I'm a seductress, you know, my voice, everybody's like, I love your voice. I love it. And I, I capitalize on that because I'm also, I love doing jerk off instructions or J O I. 
where mm. I'll have a video <clears throat> of me sucking my partner's dick or maybe sucking a cucumber or dildo and I'll talk you through it. So like I'm captivating your mind, which in essence is then translating into me controlling your movements and taking you through to and through that climax of an awesome experience. I love I love storytelling. Like clearly I wrote I've written books. You right. know, I love writing, I love storytelling, I love speaking about my experience and just giving you an ultimate experience. I'm all about creating experiences. I, I know. love that. We actually working on that. something together hopefully soon. Real yes. soon. It's gonna be so cute and fun. Mom knows it's yes. gonna be cute, but it's definitely gonna be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. And then I did want to touch on one other thing about the spirituality side. Mm -hmm. It's more of the energy because a lot of people, a lot of people think about spirituality and they think it's all woo woo and like, you know, witches and evil and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's more of just like an energetic type of thing. So like also, you know, even if I'm performing on cam or I'm like physically performing with somebody, I'm still exchanging energy with them and they're still giving me energy as well so what I've done as different like rituals or different routines is that I actually cleanse my space with like sage or palo santo Mm. I use rose water as well and I do that after each individual private session that I have with people and I do that at the beginning before I even get on cam to just cleanse my energy cleanse my space and then I can just channel more of a pure sexual energy or pure creative energy so that it's not inhibiting me manifesting making money on cam because it's like you're not just going on cam just to sit there and be like hey what's up you actually go on there to make money so I don't want anything inhibiting that and then I also need to clear the energy out of my space so after you know so it's not affecting anything else I want to manifest or anything else that I would like to create mm-hmm. as well. And another energy that you speak on is the seductive energy. So what is some advice on, um, for our listeners, for those who want to tap into that energy? Got you. So just being, it goes back to the dick sucking, just being confident, just being sure, um, just embracing your skills and what you have to offer, your innate abilities, because I believe that, Everybody has an innate ability, at least one, you know, about them. So just being able to tap into and explore into and give yourself the freedom and the liberty to really just sit with yourself, be with yourself. If somebody inspires you, like I, I like I said before, I pretty much identify as a muse and, you know, that's like a source of inspiration for somebody. So I help people bring out their own creativity that might be dormant that might be stagnant that might be misguided and I help spark and initiate and catalyze that within other people Mm -hmm. so just being able to you know be if you need outside inspiration going to other things like videos blogs what it pictures another person that inspires you being able to do that, or if you're able to self-initiate, self-catalyze, self-assess, just sitting with yourself and, and just realizing, tapping into different sexual fantasies that you might have. And how could you, like, physically display those out into different parts of your body? Mm-hmm. Just being able to 
get to know yourself. I feel like we don't know our bodies anymore. Yeah. We just take them for granted. And then we're, when, you know, something goes wrong, we're like, oh, I don't know what's going It's like, that's a buildup. It didn't just happen. Like you got a disease or, you know, like the disease is like the last straw. Like, girl, I was trying to tell you this whole time, this is what's happening, but you just ignored it. So now I got to turn into a disease, you know? <laughs> so we just have to really just like tap into our own selves and that's that's why I really focus on bringing what's within without Mm. because I feel like it just on a general basis dick sucking uh camming webcam performing artists and as well as just regular life like bringing out like we're so focused on the exterior that we forget about the interior and its importance in influencing the exterior Mm. what do you have it there you have it. I think this was an amazing conversation. I think that this um, this conversation was definitely informative. And yeah. I am so looking forward to seeing what you do next. Because I know you definitely, I def- we spoke about you seeing the future with doing education with this. Yes. So I actually, so just for all the listeners out there and Ebony, thank you so much again. Yeah. I don't know if I said that at the beginning, but like I said, I we talked uh, off air, but you have such just a warm and comforting and just like a uh, just comforting. That's like the best word that I could describe it. Just like homegirl, you know what I'm saying? Thank just that you. vibe that you create. So I, I rock with you from the beginning. Honestly, when I first heard your voice, I was like, yeah, <laughs> um, but for those out there, I do have three different books mm-hmm. and um, all of my, all of my information can be found on I am that's I as an ice, A as an apple, M as in money, Hedusa, H E A D as in door, USA.com. So all of my books I've written, I've written two different book series. Um, the first book is called the official blowjob handbook. And volume one is called The Mind, The Body, The Spirit. Volume two is called My Exclusive Dick Sucking Techniques and Mind-Blowing Finishing Moves. And then my second series is called The Official Webcam Handbook. Mm-hmm. So that those are the two different book series. Now, as far as like other educational tools, I also do virtual blowjob education sessions. So, you know, I have like an intake form where people fill it out pretty much based on their skill set wherever they're starting at and I assess that and then we get on Skype and then I uh we go through the intake form and then we actually learn different techniques and we get to you know do them back and forth and then another step that I'm still working on is I am creating a webcam academy Mm. an educational academy so it's pretty much going to be like an alternative college experience you know how we're all like oh I can't wait to go to this college this university I'm going to fulfill that space within like webcaming so create like a webcaming educational college where people can get certified they can get degrees and it's just an alternative lucrative very lucrative Mm -hmm. path to also being successful and I'm also going to include her website in the show notes because she is anonymous so we definitely need to support her and her entrepreneurship journey. And also, every week I've been doing a giveaway. So I think for this week's episode, I am going to do a giveaway with one of her books. So I'm going to oh, just write and email me at hello at the com. I would gift you a book. Make sure you put in ebook from Hadusa, and then we will go from there. 
So, so I appreciate you. I think this was an amazing conversation. If y'all have any questions, comments, or concerns, please make sure to email me at hello at the phcpodcast.com. And until next time, what is that saying you always say? Peace, dick suckers, and um, nut busters. <laughs> oh, yeah. Peace to my dick suckers and nut busters. <laughs> Later. <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking for the most epic place on earth, Let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.